Welcome to the Premium Finance Show. Interviews and insights from industry professionals, helping you use financed insurance to provide tax-free withdrawals and extended estate protection. The Premium Finance Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now here's your host, John McDonough. Today on the Premium Finance Show, we're talking with Sam Watson, Chairman and CEO of Cool Springs Financial. Sam is a visionary in the life insurance industry and has constructed innovative premium finance platforms totaling in excess of $9 billion in transactions. Cool Springs Financial was founded in 2000 and has since completed over 3,000 transactions with a policy persistency measurement nearly 98% over 60 months, compared to an industry average of 38% in the same time. In this episode, we discuss what makes a Cool Springs design so unique in the industry and what Sam's vision is to help every American retire with dignity. Sam, hey, welcome to the Premium Finance Show. I am glad to have you on. Well, the pleasure is all mine, John. (laughs) I'm going to read your bio so our listeners know who they are honored to hear talking to us today. So for more than 30 years, Sam Watson has constructed innovative premium finance platforms, totaling in excess of $9 billion in transactions. Sam has served on the board of directors of several national and international organizations as a managing aggregator for the Credit Suisse Life Finance Unit. Bringing together years of industry experience, he is now focused on business, estate planning, and retirement solutions that utilize specialty financing. Sam's most recent strategy combines the best of life insurance with the benefits of banking to provide an unparalleled cost-effective methodology for building wealth and supplementing retirement income. Consistent with his other platforms of premium finance design, his new strategy offers relationships with some of the largest banks and most respected life insurance carriers in the world. While Sam loves what he does, his true passion lies with his family, friends, and faith. He believes in helping the less fortunate increase their quality of life through multiple initiatives across the globe. In his spare time, you can find him on the links golfing, or in the lanes bowling with his friends and family. Sam, it's a true honor and pleasure to have you as a friend and mentor on the show today. Thank you. Well, thank you, John. Uh, very honored to be here. I appreciate that. So I just want to have a discussion today, you and me talking. I mean, we've spent hours upon hours upon hours together, and I've had the privilege of unpacking what's inside of that brain of yours more than most have. But I want to share with people your knowledge of Cool Springs, your knowledge of the premium finance industry, and obviously why we think it's so good. So bear with me as I've asked you some of these questions before. We're just going to help people get to know you and Cool Springs a little bit better. So so how did you get into this line of work? What led you to this? That's very, very, probably the best question to start with. Back a number of years ago, 1999 to be exact, myself and uh, my partners, many of which were senior executives at Transamerica back in the, through the mid uh, 90s, we had a client that uh, was in the Atlanta area 
and we we owned an IMO, and we had an agent down there that had a client that had had one job their entire life. Acquired a lot of stock in a company over the years, over 30 years. And this particular client was extremely wealthy, and his attorney wanted him to have a policy, uh, a large life insurance contract, to pay the estate taxes when he and his wife passed away. And he, he agreed to it. He wanted it done. He went through underwriting. Policy got issued. The trust had been set up to own the policy by the, his attorney. Everyone's happy. It comes time for him to write the check, and he can't bring himself to write the check. <laughs> long, yeah, long story short, he, he got very nervous. He lived somewhat like uh, Sam Walton, you know, drove a uh, pickup truck, lived in the same home for 40 years, literally just lived, below, lived way below his means, drove an old car, and just couldn't bring himself to write this big check and knowing that this isn't the only big check he's going to write, he's going to write quite a number of large checks. So with that, the agent called me and said, John, are you there? I'm here. Yep, we're here. Oh, oh my. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're good. The agent, the agent called me and said, hey, you got to help me with this client. He can't seem to bring himself to write a check. And I said, what do you want me to do? Hold a gun to his head? And so I didn't know what to do. And the agent suggested, well, you know, we're working with a bank down here in Atlanta. What would you think about financing the policy? So that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> well, yeah, the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I mean, who ever heard of financing a life insurance policy? And so this was towards the end of 1999. I called the CEO of the bank. It was a rather small bank and I got his opinion. And he said, sure, come on down. Give me the pertinent facts. We'll draw up a promissory note. A client can come in and sign the note. We'll wire the money to the insurance company and he'll be on his way. No, no, no collateral assignment. No, no collateral being posted, nothing, just a promissory note. And, wow. and we were off and running. So once that took place, I thought, well, I want to do a lot more of this. <laughs> and, and, and we have over the last 22 years. It's, it's, been, it's been amazing. So on that note, I mean, that's an incredible story. So it's almost by accident or, or by divine providence, right, that you yes. got into this. So. Yeah. Over 22 years, how many transactions has Cool Springs done and, and how, how much dollar, I mean, I mentioned $9 billion in transactions, but how do you help a, a business owner really understand how much that really is? Yeah, so, you know, a, we, for the first 14 years, I'd say 99% of our business was a state plan. And so we did a, a lot of that, uh, a whole lot of that. And we created platforms with various banks over the years from 
Bank of America to Compass Bank to Credit Suisse. I mean, we we we've got Pinnacle Bank. We we <laughs> we've created a lot of platforms, and in total, there's over three thousand uh, transactions totaling uh, nine billion dollars. So it's you know it, that's that's what it means is is that a uh, a business large or small that has that that is a profitable business whose ownership is highly I should say highly liquid or the company is highly liquid you know there's a, there's a lot of solutions that we have that that will serve them well and, and just or if you just think about just the basics buy sell agreements between partners I always ask one of the partners do you want to be in business with your other partner's spouse if if uh, they die? And the first answer is almost 99.9% of the time, no, I do not. And so we've got a quick solution for that, just a buy-sell agreement. Each one of them have a policy. Key people, if, if, if someone is running uh, a business and they're very successful and if if you were to lose them to, you know, an untimely death, then obviously uh, a life insurance policy makes a lot of sense there. We have, I, I believe, the best retention strategy in the industry, a bar not. I, I, you know, we don't lose anybody. And I would say that, and I say this humbly and respectfully to anyone out there that is considers themselves a a competitor of Cool Springs, we don't lose to you. And I, again, I say that respectfully. We just got we've got structures and strategies that we've put together over the last 22 years that, for the most part, no one else has. If you are uh, a very wealthy individual and uh, you're you're facing at your death, at your passing, state taxes. You know, that goes for business owners too, of course. Business business are worth a lot more on paper than they are with their liquid assets for the most part. And they need life insurance uh, to cover those estate taxes for their family. And we have a structure that others don't have that that will provide a single premium type policy. And there's there's various components to it that will make it a very clean and efficient transaction for the client. And we, we've got a lot of those. They are all extremely happy with the transaction. I, we don't have a single one that had nothing but praises for that particular structure. So we can, we can help wealthy individuals, businesses achieve their goal, you know, and, and the states as well. So you just brought up, no, 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 that's perfect. You just brought up a lot of information, which I'm going to help help the listener kind of compartmentalize because you brought up really two different, two different applications for your Cool Springs or the Cool Springs platforms and designs. One is from the estate planning perspective for the ultra high net worth individual, the, the successful business owner. But you also mentioned the retention tool, and and I don't think all of our listeners necessarily will understand what you mean there, but we'll come back to that in a second. 
So okay. can you speak to the the estate planning? You said that was you know the majority of your business for the first 22 years, but can you speak to the estate planning design and, and how an ultra high net worth, a family office, uh, an attorney would want to take a look at that for their client, why Cool Springs fits well in that situation? Sure. So with any premium finance transaction, the number one issue is always, what is it going to cost? From a life insurance perspective. Yep, that's right. So you need a big policy. I'm going to make, I'll make up a number here. Let's say that you're worth $125 million and uh, you've got roughly 20, $23 million in exemptions. Today. Today. And uh, let's just say at the, at the end of the day, you've got $100 million that is going to be taxable at both uh, the matriarch and patriarch's passing. Mm-hmm. So now in today's tax law, it's, it's 40%. So uh, $40 million is going to go uh, to the government. And you're either going to pay them now or you're going to pay them a little bit later, one, one or the other. And our mission is to provide that $40 million death benefit in the most efficient way, both from a cost perspective and tax perspective. And so we we have a structure by which the client literally cannot contribute a penny to the transaction, can't contribute a penny. And we can show them how they can most efficiently obtain that policy, assuming they're healthy, obtain that policy, finance that policy, and uh, never write a check for that policy. Now, it's all been it's all been vetted, the carriers, the banks, they all they all vet these transactions. They've all signed off on transactions under NDAs and uh, and it works and it works very well. And uh, like I say, we've we've never had anything but praises about that. Now, We've we've been doing that transaction for over 10 years now. I mean, literally every client is thrilled to death with it. You don't hear that very often in any business, but literally everyone is thrilled to death with the transaction. So and, I hope and we'll come. We'll, yeah, it absolutely does. And we'll come back to that clients being pleased and what that means to new clients coming on board or thinking about coming on board. But you said something that's very important. And you said that under an NDA, right? Because there's nothing in our business. One thing is that everyone tries to take everyone else's idea. So trying to protect intellectual property is of the utmost important. But under yeah. the NDA, you've had, you haven't had any issues with the carriers or the attorneys with that design. Is that what I heard you saying? That's correct. That's outstanding. All right. And so I don't know, I'm not, you know, a a brainiac or a genius, but given the choice of not being able to contribute anything versus paying a lot for a life insurance premium, I can see how this design is very attractive in the right circumstance. You said, you said healthy though. What does healthy mean? Healthy healthy means that, yeah, healthy means that they are insurable 
we've done, you know, there's, there's in today's underwriting world in the life insurance industry, there's people that are considered, I'm going to use uh, one particular carrier's categories of health ratings, a super preferred, preferred plus, preferred, standard plus, stand table two, table three. We've done as, as far down as table four. And those work. Now, truthfully, if you go deeper than that, then the, then the transaction is not likely to be near as successful as the higher ratings. And when I say successful, it just means that the client, that while they won't be writing a check, they would have to post collateral. And there's a good possibility that they won't get their collateral back while they're living. If they're a table, depending upon their age, by the way, but if they're, if they're, if they're say under 60, a table two or with most carriers or better, it works terrifically. Over the age of 60, it, they really need to be standard plus, standard to standard plus, depending upon the carrier for it to work. And of course the policy has to perform, but we're very careful to, to select policies that will perform. Now, on that note, and you've told me this before, and I think it's important to bring it up right here. Of all, and we're not going to name names, but of all of the companies, of all of the carriers, of all of the products out there in the marketplace today, without naming names, approximately how many products are even worth financing, in your opinion, right now? Five. There's five. And, One, two, and three, four, five. Only five. That's it. That's it. And that's what it. makes you say that? If without saying names, what what are the some of the characteristics that would make you say that? Well, so what makes the transactions that we do so successful? Is the fact that the product will will the cash value will grow at a rate faster? It will the cash value will increase faster than the loan balance, and eventually overtaking the loan balance. And in it, that takes a policy that is that's going to outperform basically outperformed the loan by a couple of hundred basis points. Mm-hmm. And if there's just not that many contracts out there and there's fewer every day because what we're finding in the industry is with interest rates remaining extremely low, the carriers are reducing their caps. And we know what caps are. Caps are the the ceiling that carriers will put on the growth of, say, the S&P 500 or some other indice. Mm-hmm. And so if we can't, there's only five products out there, I'll put it this way, that I would trust to enter into a transaction with today. Now, that, that, and that, that may very well go down to four before long. It, I would have said two months ago, I would have said six. And if you had had have asked me a year ago, what is the best product? I would have said much one, but I would have given you a carrier and a product that doesn't even exist. Well, the carrier exists, but the product doesn't even exist today. 
So it's a very dynamic industry. It's a very rapidly changing industry, both for product coming going away and product coming on board. It sounds like it has to be watched continuously. Is that a fair statement? That is absolutely spot on. You know, it used to be that the biggest challenge was having was being able to articulate to a client how a transaction will work for them. And today, the biggest challenge, and, and we've, we've been able to do it and do it very well, I'm, I'm happy to say, uh, but the biggest challenge is monitoring what is a product that we can use for new clients, literally on a weekly basis. I mean, it's the I've never seen a uh, moving target quite like we have today. And it's sad, but it's true. Which also brings up another subtle point, but it's huge if you understand what you're saying, which is you're also, and I'm going to put words in your mouth and take them out of my mouth, out of if I'm giving you incorrect verbiage, you are carrier agnostic. You're looking, are you? Are you looking for the best that's available at the moment, or do you have your kind of quote unquote favorites to go to? My favorites are the best products. You're correct in saying that we are carrier agnostic. Which is huge because in the industry, clients will have advisors. I really, they're just insurance agents, glorified insurance agents, but they'll have these agents that sell the same carriers year after year over and over, regardless of what the product is. And what I hear you saying is it's the product that matters. And then the carrier has got to have, you know, the, the right story, the product history, the, they got to be able to treat their clients correctly, but the product is what's most important. Absolutely. I'll give you an example. A year ago, Right. A year ago today, if you said, what is the best policy in the in the market? I, w- I would tell you that it was a uh, product whose company is a is a company owned by a foreign a European country. It would be their worldwide headquarters. And it had without a doubt, without any question looking back at the historical returns on this particular product it, it it was far and away beyond any other product ever known to the industry you didn't need you know the carriers have all kinds of devices now they have built in bonuses they have these charges that clients can elect to buy up their their cap rate or provide a multiplier to their uh, cash value growth. And those are costly. This particular product beats them all without charging anything to them. And the product was not expensive and, and was very profitable for the carrier. And they took it off the market. And it also had uh, a rider, which uh, I strongly believe in, in high cash value riders that will provide return of premium or a large portion of the premium. And this one had seven years at 100% return of premium, and uh, they removed that. So 
it's gone. I mean, that, that product has been just and here in just two weeks. It literally, you won't even recognize the product. So it's, it, it is a very fluid industry. I've never seen so many changes in my life, but it's manageable. The, the biggest issue, frankly, is capacity. And there are a couple of carriers that still have tremendous capacity. They love uh, the, the kind of business that we bring them. And so we're fortunate that they're, they're still in the game. But a lot of carriers are pulled back simply because it's a very tough business today with these low interest rates that uh, seem, seem to have no end. You know, if I'm a client or prospective client listening to this podcast, or I'm a CPA or attorney listening to this podcast for a client, what you're telling me just screams that you have, if you're going to do a premium finance design, you have to have a specialist that this is almost entirely what they focus on. If a financial advisor is doing this off the side of their desk to not lose revenue, but they're doing investment money management and 401k plans and annuities and other things, they're going to miss all of these nuances that you're mentioning, which are detrimental to the success of the design for the client. You're just screaming. Obviously, I'm in the business, so I'm biased to that, but you have to be a specialist in this business to keep up with these things. I'm going to transition to another point real quick. So you're doing a great job, but I want to transition to another point, which is we talked about the retention design. You said we have the best or Cool Springs has the best retention design in the industry, but you were mentioning the estate planning issue in the death benefit issue earlier. But so how is a life insurance policy? And I'm going, I know I'm going very vanilla here, but how can this life insurance policy, a finance policy, be attractive for a company for a retention design? Yeah. So you're an employee and, and you're, you're one of their most valuable employees. And maybe, maybe in fact, they, a company has a hundred people that they would value or even a thousand people that they would value. And they're, all the companies have the same weapons, the same tools to, you know, other than just paying person more, more money, you know, they're all looking for something different, something that will attract the right, you know, their VIP employees and not cost them a fortune, but yet provide a benefit strong enough to where the employee will think twice about leaving just for some more cash. And that is our retention plan. Our retention plan uh, is if compared, again, I uh, say this humbly and respectfully, but our retention plan pays uh, more to the employee. The, the employee is, is going to get a life insurance policy that has a significant death benefit, a multiple of their income, typically somewhere between 15 and, 15 and 30 times their income. And it's also designed to provide a tax-free cash flow starting by year 15. And most most of the of our, in fact, all, all of our competitors, when I look 
rates and uh, use even the same policy. In some cases, uh, their income levels will be less than ours. I'm not going to say how we do it uh, on the podcast here, but we do it. And, uh, and we challenge people to actually go find someone else's best deal and see if they can, if they can beat what we offer because they're not going to. They're just not going to. So that is, that's, that's one of our biggest attribute and, and largest successes, particularly in the last couple of years at Cool Springs when we've really been focused on this. And uh, there's no more, uh, there's not a better and more appropriate time to offer something that is unique that executives will look at or business owners will look at and say, wow, I want that. And I want my VIP employees to have that as well. So financing a policy for death benefit purposes for estate planning, that's pretty mainstream, relatively speaking. That's not necessarily unique, albeit, you know, the structure Cool Springs has is very unique within that space. Agree? Financing an employee retention design to create tax-free distribution sounds very unique. Is is there is there anybody else in the insurance space doing this at this at the level Cool Springs is doing it? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. You never I, I don't hear of anyone else doing it. And I mean, Fortune 500 companies that we're talking to have even said, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very exciting. And the most important thing is what we talked about earlier is having the right life insurance contract to provide that benefit. And, and that. And that's the key, that is one of the biggest keys to the transaction itself. Obviously, you've got to have the right type client, but you got to have the right type product. We have components to each of our transactions that are unique that no one else uses, and they're very effective. And for the most, I mean, like like a hundred percent of the time, people with the executives with with companies in particular will say, "Wow, every little component to what you are offering." is quite different than anything else I've ever seen. And and that's that's very gratifying, I can tell you. It it, it makes me smile big. It makes it makes me very happy when our managing directors around the country will repeat that. I mean it it's it's very gratifying. I'm just delighted that we're able to help people the way we are. So you brought up a you brought up a point that I wanted to touch on. So let's touch on it now before I get to a couple other questions, which is Managing directors. So describe to the listener of the podcast, you know, the size of Cool Springs, how long Cool Springs has been around and and really the the reach, the scope, the breadth of what Cool Springs can do. Cool Springs has been around now for 22 years. We, we made our first loan in January of 2020. And we have offices around the country. There are 32 managing directors. We're, we're East Coast to West Coast. I mean, literally, we uh, blanket most of the larger cities in the United States. We we work with, like I said, businesses, large and small. I'm really happy that that we 
tend to focus on uh, mid-sized companies rather than just, and we do work with whales, <laughs> with super large companies, but but the companies that have revenues of 50 million, 100 million, two, three, four, 500 million, we work with those companies day in and day out. And we also work with professionals that maybe, you know, make make a million dollars a year and and have strong net worths. We we just, you know, we we literally cover the gamut and our mission is to help as many hardworking Americans as we can and we can do that through working through big companies and offering these these super competitive I'll put them I'll put it that way uh, retention plans that no one's ever seen before that makes a big difference so we have we we we've got the breadth to do just about anything for any working American in the United States and and certainly anyone that's been that is healthy and has and is successful. You know, I get really excited when I hear you say that every time I hear you say that I get very excited. That's that's a fun it's a fun mission to be a part of. Let me let me ask this question. So let's let's go to industry and then we'll go down to you know, policy. But what would you say, Sam, are some of the biggest misconceptions people have about the finance life insurance industry, the industry? Oh, sure. Well, first I'll, I'll, <laughs> there, there's several. I'll start with people in the industry. People in the, a lot agents or brokers in the industry, they think premium financing is just about financing a life insurance policy. John Doe, wants a policy to uh, protect his family, I'm going to let, let me get that financed for you. Well, as I mentioned earlier, there's only five products that I would recommend to be used for financing. Well, you know, there's thousands of policies that are available. And if you're not using one of those five policies, in my opinion, you're, you're doing your client a disservice. And you're you're putting them in a position uh, where the transaction will fail. So to just to think that premium financing simply means and 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 you know generically it does it just means financing life insurance contract, but you've got to have the right contract. So the biggest misconception is if you finance any old contract, then you're, you'll you'll be happy with the results. It's just not true. I've seen and heard the nightmare that that have been perpetrated on people. Most agents, from what I understand, only three percent of the life insurance agents in our industry have ever completed a transaction. Less than one percent of financial advisors. Uh, actually know how it worked, and and uh, less than that have completed a transaction, it's pretty scary to think that you're, someone would take advice from a trusted advisor when they've never completed a transaction. And, and just because you've completed one doesn't mean that that's going to be successful. We've, we have all the, within all the platforms that we've had over the years, over 3,000 transactions, and we've never had one, not one litigation. Not one. I mean, the, Over the odds 3, of that. Over 3,000 transactions. Yes. 
We, we, no. We've never had a client litigation. And you're dealing with a group of people that are very quick to lawyer up because they are high net worth. They are CEOs, business owners. I mean, lawsuits are nothing new to that group of people. And to do 3,000 and not have one litigation brought against you, that says something. That's amazing. There's a number of reasons for that. Number one, we do the best that we can for every client. You must put your best foot forward. If a client is... Let's say he's, we arranged the financing initially through, we'll call it Bank A, and now Bank A is not competitive anymore. You have to be willing um, to move that client to another bank that will be competitive uh, for the client. So you're constantly in the search for a better loan rate, and you've got to keep a sharp eye out today. We used to not have to worry about this, but you have to keep a sharp eye out today on what client, what the carriers are doing. We recently, a carrier that we had done quite a bit of business with that has uh, a terrific policy, they've now been bought and they have reduced their caps below industry of the market. So now they're not competitive. Now they're not competitive. And we're- So what do you do? What do you do in that situation? Well, you have to you have to talk to your client and let them know that hey, where you were has been terrific, but going forward, it's not going to be terrific. They're below market standards, and we need to move you to another carrier. I've even gone as far, and this is this is sad. But this particular carrier offers new clients a much higher cap rate than a client that's maybe four years old. And that's a shame. And uh, they always said, in fact, the CEO told me and um, 11 other people at the same time, never do that, but they've done it. And, And so, you know, I have asked them to 1035, which is uh, a tax-free exchange from their old contract into their new one that pays a much higher cap rate. And I just got a message that they're declining that. They would rather lose that business, which just amazing. It is unfortunate, and but that's what we have to keep an eye on now. I will say this. There are carriers, particularly mutual companies, but they treat all their clients the same. And that's, that's, that's very, very impressive. In other words, an old policy will have the same cap rate as the new policies. That's the way it should be. You know, we we live with our clients for the most part until they die. And so uh, we 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 have to manage these help assist our clients keeping a sharp eye out on the lending and the policies every year so that they have the outcome that they're looking for. And and the theme that keeps coming back in my head as I hear you spelling this out is the importance of a client, an attorney, a CPA, advising their client or the client themselves to work with a specialist that this is all they focus on. Again, if it's a an advisor just trying to do a deal off the side of their desk, the problems don't sound like they happen in the first year. The problems are in the subsequent years with all the management of the bank interest rates, the policy performance, the attractiveness, all of those other things. Am I am I correct on that? You're correct. 
You're so correct. what are it, some of the misconceptions? And so that's about the industry. What about a policy in general? What are some of the misconceptions about financing a policy in general? It's just that any policy will provide an outcome that the client is looking for. So when, when one of our managing directors or, or one of their representatives meets with a client, we're, we're looking at providing solution to an issue that the individual, whether it be estate planning, personal coverage, or an executive has. Just some type of financial issue where life insurance can be a BV solution, the best solution. And so when that when when they look at that, if if you've got John Doe, uh, let me give you an example. One of our representatives present, let's call it our prestige strategy. And that particular strategy is ideal uh, for retention for an employee. And maybe maybe the owner of the business has a friend that's a life insurance broker in the business, and they choose to call them because they, they, they know that there's commissions that are going to be paid, and they want to give their friend an opportunity to sell the policy. And so they'll go to them and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this for some of my employees. Um, what have you got? And they'll, they'll bring, there's no telling what, the, I mean, you see it all. They're likely not to have uh, a high cash value rider on them because that uh, spreads the commissions out over a number of years instead of getting a huge commission up front. And the vast majority of ours do have those riders. The ones that don't, it's just because, as an example, the client could get access to a NASDAQ 100. It doesn't have a rider attached to it, but they could get access to that and have super high cash value growth. But for the most part, they'll, they'll bring a product. It'll be by uh, a carrier that doesn't have a rider that doesn't have the best methodology for growing cash value, and it, and for the most part, is probably much more costly to them. And the structure itself doesn't protect them against things like PS fifty eight costs and 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 potential legal issues. I mean, we you know that's something that we cover every component that we have. You know, we it's it's different than what most of the industry offers, and and I say that respectfully. I certainly respect our competitors in the marketplace, although I don't think there's really any. I can say this that the misconception by that business owner is that his friend can bring the same thing that, that we offer. And it's just not true. They can bring they can bring the same product, but most of the time because they want to make a large commission right up front year one. It's called heaped commissions versus spread commissions. And it's a big issue. And it and it definitely puts the business owner a distinct disadvantage and frankly increase their risk dramatically. There are things that could cause a transaction not to be successful initially. Now, you know, we've been very, we've been fortunate up to today and we've been able to have all 
successful transaction. They've been built right and they've had the right clients. But you can actually, you can much, much, it's much easier to screw up one than it is to do it right. And so if you don't know what you're doing, to your point, if you don't have someone that this is all they do, that this is their focus, the chances of success are small, very small. And to that point, I mean, you're, you're just segueing me greatly into some of the questions that I had for you. There's a concept in our industry known as persistency. How would you describe persistency to the CPA attorney or client listening to the podcast right now? What's the industry definition of persistency? So uh, there's different um, uh, time periods, but it's basically how many policies have been sold over what time period and how many are still in force by that organization or agent or broker that wrote the policies. And what so, would cause a policy to not be in force? Um, what would cause a policy is, is that the policy has been surrendered. And would that be the client walking away and just exiting the transaction? Or is that due to something else in the industry most of the time? Most of the time, it's, a, it's where the transaction wasn't put together properly. And the client, the results have been dismal compared to what they thought they bought. In other words, uh, a broker met with them and said, hey, you know, I'll finance it. I'll get this finance for you. All you have to do is post some collateral, pay a little interest. And, you know, here in a few years, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll get your collateral back. And, you know, you won't have to pay. You won't even have to pay any more interest. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story and how many people have said to me, don't talk to me about financing a policy. And they're done that, got that T-shirt, don't want another one. Yeah. And, right. And so I've, I've shared with them, well, you haven't seen what we offer. And before you drive your bus right over me and you know, just... <laughs> into the pavement, let me show you what I'm talking about, how it works, how it's structured. Let our law law people, our attorneys, get with your attorney and walk them through the transaction. You want to bring your CPA in, great. And you'll see that ours actually does work. And we've got we've got clients that will tell you, yes, it works. We we've got actually got clients uh, that have had Last year, anywhere from a 40 to an 81% gain over over the first 12 months uh, of their contract. So, yeah, we we can we can demonstrate that we deliver. And what is the what what is the persistency for Cool Springs Financial Finance policies in the industry? So it's obviously it's different with different carriers, but for the most part, we're in the 90s. So the industry average persistency, industry average in the 60th month for policies that offer early cash value riders or high cash value riders is 38 to 40% in the 60th month. You know, we're like 98%. So it's, 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 it's quite a bit different. Which means, 
so the other way I look at that is that means 60% of the policies that are written end up coming off the books for some reason. That's correct. And, and Cool Springs is in the mid to high 90s. Is that what I heard you say? Yeah, high 90s. In the 60th high, 90s. Month, high 90s. Yeah, high 90s. Well, thank you for being on. I've just got a, one or two more questions for you. And, and this one really, I think, is is maybe i mean it's all been really important i mean i don't i don't think there's been one thing where i'm like we shouldn't have talked about that this has all been very 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 useful and helpful but what is your vision for cool springs and what do you hope to accomplish over the next few years so my my entire my whole vision is you know i i believe that the american people deserve better than what they're getting Period. Hands down, you know, they're taxed to death. Those that that are out. I mean, you know, right now we have more more people staying at home and, and collecting unemployment checks than working. There's something wrong with that. We can put a man on the moon, but we can't figure out how to help people with with gaining more cash flow earlier in their lifetime. And so my goal is over the next few years, and I work every day, is to be able to bring to the American people a cash stream to them whereby they can, they being those that that have a job and qualify for life insurance, that we will be able to offer them uh, a tax-free cash flow in the form of loans, so that will be paid off ultimately by their tax-free life insurance contract. So their standard of living will be better today, their retirement will be better, and at the same time, still be able to provide a death benefit that will not only pay off those loans from their borrowings, but also provide their family and the beneficiaries of their policy a uh, a very solid and substantial death benefit. It, it, we've modeled it, modeled it all out. We know that it'll work. The only issue that we have right now is capacity and being able to execute on a mass basis. And the way that the only way we can achieve that today is working through businesses and having them. Um, do it for their employees. So that's that's where we're starting, but that's not going to be where we finish. Yeah, that's noble. And, and helping Americans retire with dignity is just what a great mission to be a part of. So Sam, where can the listeners go to kind of find out more about Cool Springs? Oh, uh, www.com coolspringsfinancial.com. That's coolspringsfinancial.com. Sam, was there anything else we needed to cover that I didn't get to for you? I don't think so. I, I really appreciate you know this, this opportunity, John. I think what you're doing is terrific. It's going to be great for the industry, and it's going to be great for the American people. And so thank you for doing this. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your mentorship. And I will see you on the golf course. (laughs) You bet. (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Okay, my friend. Thank you. All right. Thank you. There we have it. Another great episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at 
premiumfinanceshow.com. And you can find out more about all the ways we can help you at coolspringsfinancial.com. That's it for this episode. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.